Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in today. My guest is Lauren Lamb. Lauren is a Christian wife and mama of two. She has a teenage daughter and a middle school boy who are super active and life is crazy busy, which I'm sure we can all uh, relate to. She's a golden doodle who's adorable and she's adopting a new one in about a month. (laughs) And she's worked full-time most of her life and just recently decided to go all in on our coaching business and be able to be home uh, with her kids and take care of her family and just enjoy those special moments with those she holds close before they're headed off to college. She loves budget-friendly fashion and online shopping, and she's begun to love enjoying the outdoors more for vitamin D and fresh air. Her favorite times are any times with her family and watching them do the things that they love. So much Lauren for you know coming and being a guest on my oh my gosh mommy yes. podcast <laughs> yes I'm so honored thanks for having me yeah no problem and um so I guess like I have been following you on Instagram I was like looking through like just like our history and it's been a few years now yeah. um where like I've been just watching you on your fitness journey and you know you're super motivating and I'm always like I just love watching your you exercise and the different tips and tricks that you you know have on your page are super inspirational um, and definitely motivating for all the times where I'm like I just don't feel like exercising today. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, just, it happens. It does happen. But thank you. I yeah. That. Yeah. No problem. Um, so I just wanted to get into like your journey in health and wellness. Um, sure. You know, can we talk about the beginning of your journey? Like, have you always been into health and wellness? Was it something that you started when you became a mom? Like what, tell me, you know, your, your story. Sure. Absolutely. So I, I think it really starts like to tell the story a little bit about when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I was a, an athlete, mm-hmm. um, you know, nothing crazy. Um, as far as college or anything, but I played sports as a kid. I was kind of a tomboy. I preferred to be outside. Um, but I grew up in a family where um, food was um, sort of that emotional support. Mm-hmm. And um, my stepdad was a farmer from South Dakota and a family of nine of them. So like when you ate like you ate everything because you didn't know if you were going to be able to get seconds. Right. Right, So, um, you had to eat everything off your plate. And so what we, you know, what we did as kids is we learned to eat healthy, hardly like that was kind of the mindset that we had. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, to be honest, love food. I love Mm -hmm. to eat. Mm -hmm. So I naturally, um, gained the weight and I am barely five foot. So, you know, the weight didn't have very far to go. Um, So growing up, I was always a little bit heavier. I wouldn't say I was very large, but I was more on the heavier side. And I was picked on a lot as a kid. Um, And it was just something I always felt like I was going to always just struggle with. It was just something that, you know, I knew kind of growing up. I, you know, I saw my mom always on a diet trying to watch what she ate you know that was we always had Jane Fonda tapes around like that was just kind of what we had Mm -hmm. um 
And so growing up, it was really kind of a struggle for me, more mentally, I would say more than anything. It was a real mental struggle for me. And um, when I went through, you know, up through high school and the college, when I went to college, I, you know, I put on not only freshman 15, but probably freshman 30 to 40 throughout all my, um, you know, my first year and then moving on in college. And so um, when I got pregnant with my first daughter, or with my first daughter, with my daughter, mm-hmm. my first child, um, you know, I felt like, well, gosh, I'm pregnant, so I can just eat, right? Like, that's mm-hmm, what we do. We mm-hmm. eat ice cream. We eat all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I just never really learned how to have a good, healthy relationship with food. It was kind of my crux. It was my emotion. It was, you know, where I, if I was stressed, I ate. If we celebrated, we ate. If we were sad, we ate. Like, that was just what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I remember um, when I got on the scale like right when you start going like once a week and they're monitoring Mm -hmm. you at the very end Mm -hmm. um I knew I was tipping over a point that I just couldn't even watch and I remember Mm -hmm. telling my nurse like just write it down I'm closing my eyes don't tell me right and that was the first time when it really like struck me hard like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh Lauren like what is happening in your world Mm-hmm. And I literally went back into the doctor's office and I just poured my eyes out before the doctor mm-hmm. even got there, right? Because I'm clearly, I'm full of emotion already and, and hormones right. and everything. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it's happening. So after I had my daughter was when I first started to kind of see like what I could do on my health journey. And mm-hmm. I tried everything, everything under the sun. I tried, I tried all the, the, the fad diets. I tried the Weight Watchers, I tried the Jenny Craig, I tried, we tried Nutris, like I tried them all. I must have been a lifetime Weight Watchers menu or uh, person like, <laughs> you know, like seven, eight times, like I just right. did it all. And I just never really learned, you know, I never really learned what I needed to learn. I um, didn't learn to appreciate who I was and mm-hmm. what I had going on for me and things like that. And so I was a true yo-yo dieter. I'd lose it, I'd gain it, I'd lose it, I'd gain it. And so. Um, it was about, um, you know, fast forward, it, it was really a long journey for me to figure out, you know, what I needed or even where to even go with it. And um, I had my son and I did the same thing over and over again. And um, the, the day that probably sticks out to me was I, um, my daughter's a competitive dancer. And when we go, when we used to go to these weekends, it was literally like you're sitting in these dark um, auditoriums and there's nothing to do but eat and drink right right right. because you're just waiting for the next number you get them dressed you go to the next number back and forth back and forth mm-hmm. and so you want to talk about gaining weight during the spring season that was you know never mm-hmm. just just putting it on putting it on and I just remember one day like we were coming back from Chicago and mm-hmm. I was miserable in the car I felt miserable like I my body I was tired I had no energy and I just mm-hmm. thought like is this it like is this how I'm supposed to feel like this can't be right mm-hmm. and I stumbled upon um something that you know really again my husband laughed because he's like oh okay sure we'll try one more thing right try one more mm-hmm. thing Mm-hmm. But it really made me start to feel like I've got to do something different. I have mm-hmm. to do something different. Otherwise, nothing's going to change. Right. And right. that was about four years ago. And that's when I really started in on this new journey. 
mm-hmm. of help. Yeah. So was it more, was it more of just emotionally how you were feeling? Um, or was it, I mean, I mean, what do you think made that particular time coming home from that competition different than all the other times? I think at that point I had, I think it was more emotional because I remember that weekend I hid from every camera around. I just didn't want to, um, I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. And I remember thinking like, how am I ever going to teach my daughter how to be a confident woman when I can't even look at myself in the mirror? And that was what was really that weekend for whatever reason. I don't know what hit me, but literally on the car ride home, I remember my husband saying like, what's wrong? And I just looked at him and I'm like, I don't know, but something is really wrong. I don't know what's going on with me. And my mother-in-law was in the car, so I couldn't really dig more into how I felt with him because I just didn't feel comfortable. Like I didn't want to tell people like, I am not happy with who I am. I'm not happy with where I'm going. Like I feel miserable. And, um, you know, that was even hard at the time for me to even admit. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I think it was more of an emotional, just exhaustion. Like, right. I've got to do something different. So then how did you, how did you start? Because I think that is always, you know, I, I know for myself, like I've been there where I'm just like, okay, like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but this has to change. I don't yeah. want to feel like this anymore, you know? And, yeah. and so I feel like there's like phases that you go through, um, yeah. to get you to just be like, it's like you, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like you find your own, uh, this is probably not the right word, but it's the only thing that's coming to mind, but you find your own bottom. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And that looks different for everybody, you know, and somebody's bottom could be like, well, you look like you're doing so well, you, you know, um, but for me, like it, same thing, it it was more of an emotional thing because it was like, and I think maybe too, and I can't speak for all moms, but you know, you're so in the hustle and bustle of taking care of family and, 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 you know, your husband and your kids and, so like your standards sometimes change a bit with what you have going on because everybody else is so much of a priority, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I think you get to this point where you're just like, I am on empty and I'm on cruise control and this doesn't feel good, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. In fact, what's funny about that is I think that is so well said. I remember around that same time. I went in for my um, yearly performance review mm-hmm. and my boss said to me, as I, as I have had this question asked so many times in performance review, where do you see yourself in five years? Right. And I remember looking at him and like, buddy, like, I don't, I'm trying to get to tomorrow. Like five, right. you know what I mean? Right, right. I got two little kids at home. Like I've right. been thinking about like getting home and going to bed and making sure they ate and right. I bathe them. And you know what I mean? Like <laughs> five years, like what are you talking about? Right? Like, right, and I remember right. thinking like, is this it? Like, is this, yeah. is this how I'm going to live every day? Like mm-hmm. there's got to be something more and I don't know what it is I'm missing. And and that all happened around the same time mm-hmm. as that weekend where I'm like, man, like, cause I, and I think you're right. A bottom is so different for everybody. 
Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and not only is it when you hit it, when do you realize you hit it? Right. You know, definitely. Right. Yeah. yeah. What clicks on in your mind? So, so for you, when you realize that you had the conversation with your husband, like what was the next thing that you did? Like, how did you hear about, you know, this new venture that you're going into or had, had you not heard about it yet? Like, how did you get introduced? Yeah. To Beachbody? So, um, I was literally, um, scrolling Facebook to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, scrolling Facebook on the drive home. I'm just trying to um, just be mesmerized in the social media world to get out of in my head, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, in turn, social media isn't always that type of, you know, outlet. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of times I got caught into the comparison game when I did it. So it didn't always help me in the way I wanted to. But something stood out um, in a post that I saw about someone who made some changes and she showed her transformation and shared about how she she made all these different points of how she was lost in motherhood and how she was tired and how and I'm like that's me that's me that's me and it just like something in me was like clicking with what she was saying and she was like you know if this resonates with you and I remember thinking in the car like oh my gosh yes oh my gosh yes right and you know she's like you know message me fill out this form let's chat Mm -hmm. and I remember telling my husband and you know my husband is so supportive in everything I do but you know he's always um very mindful of what we're doing just to make sure that you know like I can be a sucker sometimes be like you know those Facebook Mm -hmm. ads come in I'm like oh I need that like right right you know so I'm sure he was probably thinking like oh my gosh you know she's gonna be talked into buying something and you know here we go again in this vicious circle and um you know I know he's always just wanted me to be confident in who I am because he's confident in who I am. So, right. Um, so when I told him, you know, I, I filled out this form and, you know, he's like, okay, well, you know, let's see what it is or whatever. And I said, okay. And I waited for her to get back to me. Mm-hmm. And um, when she got back to me, you know, I told me about, you know, these, this workout that she did and, and uh, these shakes or whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah, like if this will do it, I'm in, right? Because I've tried all the up. Mm-hmm. Told my husband, because at the time, it, you know, the, the price point, you know, was kind of, I felt like, gosh, you know, I've tried a lot of things. It seems like kind of pricey for something that I'm probably right. going to quit in a couple weeks. And, um, and he's like, I mean, like, if you're going to quit, like, right. don't do it. But then I was like, well, I'm not going to quit. Like, no, like, I'm going to do this. And he's like, okay. So I went ahead and got started. And I'll be honest, when I got started, I probably wasn't um, in the mindset I needed to, but it was a journey. And I say that to a lot of people now, like, it's a journey. You know, you don't, you can start by being motivated in the beginning, right? But motivation only goes so far, you know? day five, six, you're sore, you're tired, you know, life hasn't really changed at home if you're not doing different things. And so that's kind of where I found myself like, okay, I'm still tired. I'm still trying to get the kids to bed. Like, you know, the ice cream at night is still calling my name, but I worked out this morning. So surely I should be able to eat a little ice cream, you know, before I go to bed. And, um, and I remember my coach reaching out to me and saying like, you need to lean in, lean into the group, lean into us as a community. And um, I think that was when I was kind of like, I've never, I've never had a community. I've never had a network like that. Like, what does right. that even mean? 
And so we had a lot of good conversation about how this was more than just a weight loss thing. It was a mindset Mm -hmm. change and how there's different pieces that can make a difference in your world Mm -hmm. every day. And that was really hard for me to understand, like, what do you mean? Because I was so used to eat this, Mm -hmm. don't eat this, work out this, and Mm -hmm. you should lose the weight, you know? And what I didn't realize was there's a piece mentally that needed to be worked on as a Mm -hmm. muscle, as much as your Mm -hmm. physical muscles, that if you don't work on that mental mindset, set and mind shift you're you're going to struggle to be successful Mm. in any other way yeah and I think that was what when I finally connected those dots Mm. I wouldn't say it happened right away because it definitely is a muscle that I have Mm -hmm. to work every day but man that was like a light bulb moment for me just the connection on how mentally you had to shift yourself into a different space. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty, I mean, that is really, I think that, you know, um, most of the time we look at people's transformations and where they've, they've come and then how successful they are. And you're like, how is it that I can't do that? You know? Like, how is yes. it that, yes. like, gosh, she looks amazing and gosh, she's, she puts so much effort and, and her body's this or whatever. And, and she has little ones like I do, or she has kids. And I think that we are so um, mesmerized by the physical that this point of the mentality, the mentality part of it isn't talked about a lot, you know, because it is a mindset yeah. like one of the things that I know about myself, and it sounds silly, but sometimes I just will like observe like how I do stuff in general. Like, you know, because sometimes you're yeah. on autopilot because you've created this habit, you know? Yeah. And yeah. even that, yeah. even just like the point of habits, like I'm like, wow, they have an awesome like morning routine or whatever. Their routine is great. And then I'm like, well, and then I would like to do the comparison game well, my morning routine doesn't look like that. Like what kind of habits do I really have? And then one day something clicked and I was like, yeah, Dominique, you totally have a morning routine. It just looks different. Right. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. Is it that it's a comparison game, right? Like that's just what we do. We're like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Well, their life looks way different. I need a piece of that. But what are they doing different? Yeah. No, I totally get it. And so I think that the mentality piece, like, because I, got to this point where I was just like, I have to start bypassing my brain. Meaning if I just Mm -hmm. like talk to myself about my exercise, I'm not going to do it because I will come up with 45,000 different reasons and different ways about (laughs) why I don't want to do it. How I'm going to have to, you know, I've already put clothes on for the day. Why would I get out of the clothes? And then I'm going to have to go take a shower. And then I'm going to, I mean, it's, you know, and it's like so silly. So like I started like, catching myself and just being like, okay, so wear your exercise clothes in the morning. You know what I mean? And that's helped yeah. me so many times where yeah. I might not start my morning with the workout because the kids need something or something pops up. But since I have my clothes on, um, I'll be like, you know what? Let me just go get a quick 30 minutes, you know? 
Yeah. yeah. Or oh, just like, that. again, Absolutely. just bypass, like starting to have a conversation with myself, talk myself out of the exercise. And then I'm like, oh, okay, just start, you know? So, and, and yes. so it's the mentality piece that's so big and just realizing that we, I think, mm-hmm. realizing that we all have these routines and habits and that if we want to change them, that's all we have to do is just actually change them. You know, we don't, it's not like we don't, right. we can't do right. it, you know? So there's just so many different ways to look at it. So I think that's an awesome piece that you right. brought up that you finally clicked that mental piece in and that's when you really started to see change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such a such a difference when you can start to see that. And I, I love those analogies that you're telling yourself to, to yeah. bypass the brain. Um, I read a, one of the first books I ever read when I started to really kind of work on the mindset was the Mel, Ro- uh, yes, Mel Robbins, the five second it. rule. And that's exactly yeah. what you're doing. That's exactly what you're doing. You know, it's five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Right. I just got to go do this. Right. Because you're right. Those excuses become the, the, their right. game stoppers, right? They're game stoppers. Whether that means I get my workout in or, you know, I'm just going to go through this, you know, okay. Dairy Queen drive through or the burger and the fries look so much easier to eat than that right. salad with the grilled chicken. Right. You know what I mean? Like it. So, and let me ask you this too, like, so how did you, you know, you were saying that like you were working full time at the time, you have two kids, you have a husband, you have a dog. I mean, you have all these responsibilities. So how did you get that time for yourself? And did you see, like, when did you really start seeing changes? Maybe not physical, but just mentally and, and what were they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So when I got, when I dug into the, when I dug Mm -hmm. into the community, like my coach said, dig dig in, you dig in and lean in. I started to notice they were doing a couple things that made a difference. And one of the things that they talked about all the time was reading, which I, to be honest, Mm -hmm. I didn't read. I didn't have time to read. I'm taking care of these two little kids. I'm working full time. Like, I'm like, read a book. Like I haven't read a book, you know, since, you know, college. I was like, oh my gosh. So they talked about this book called The Morning Miracle by Hal, Hal Alrod. And he talks about this, um, it's called savers, but it's basically like creating this morning ritual Mm -hmm. for yourself and it incorporates these different Mm -hmm. pieces. And, but oftentimes that means that you need to get Mm -hmm. up earlier. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like get up earlier. Like I am trying to just get as much sleep Mm -hmm. as I possibly can. And so I'm reading this book and I'm so overwhelmed. And then it was one thing that I heard that I'm like, this makes so much sense is to be on the offensive instead of on the defensive. Mm. And that to me, when I heard what the meaning was, which I'll share, I was like, holy cow, that makes so much sense. So, so many mornings, my kids woke me up. And when they wake me up, they want juice. They want TV. They want to play. They want to do all that. And all they can think of is like, oh my gosh, okay, wait, what time is it? Oh my gosh, now we're late. You know, like we got to get this. We got to do this. We have to do this. And you're trying to get them everything. You're trying to get ready to go. And most mornings I left frustrated with them, racing them into the sitter, barely, you know, spending any time Mm -hmm. with them. 
And most of the time I never ate breakfast. I, you know, was half put together, like just kind of a hot mess, not even knowing what my day was going to be. <laughs> and that is literally waking yeah. you know, like working on the, <laughs> right, the defense, right, you right. know what I mean? And so I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. But you still have to put in that little bit of time. So working on the offense meant what Hal, Al, Hal Alvaro talked about is waking right. up a little bit earlier. So I started to slowly wake up even like 15 minutes earlier than when I knew my kids would yep. be about up, right? And then I just slowly added a little bit of time every morning. And then I remember thinking, okay, I'm just gonna start adding in some of these pieces. And one of the pieces was working out. So for me to be on this journey, I needed to get this workout in. And I knew that if I waited until I got home, I was gonna be exhausted, I was gonna be tired. You know, that talking about getting kids fed, bathed, you know, books to be read and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. I'm like, okay, you're going to have to start getting your workout in in the morning. And that was like the one piece that kind of got me moving in that right direction. Okay, I'm going to get up 30 minutes mm -hmm. earlier so that I can get my workout in before they get up. And that will be done for the day. As I started down the journey, then I realized that there were more to that, those, um, these pieces he talks about in the savers that I've just added in my morning routine. Now, I can't say that I wake up out of bed like, let's mm -hmm. just start this day at 5 a.m. Right. You know, like, I don't always do that. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I have to mill Robbins a lot in the morning, like, okay, well, in five, right. four, three, two, one, right. let's go, let's get up. And I'll put cold water on my face and get myself, you know, kind of up and moving. Once I'm up, mm -hmm. I'm good. Um, but I slowly started to add pieces to my morning routine that allowed me to take mm -hmm. care of me first. Now my kids are older and, you know, I got a teenager in between that could literally right. sleep till noon. <laughs> so, you know, I got all kinds of time in the morning, but I still find that I like right. to get up early. You know, we're getting back into school and I'm not working full time anymore, but I still look at that time right. for me because that allows me to be at my mm -hmm. best self. And now my cup is full and I've just, more to give to them than during the day. So what what is exercise for you? Like, has it been something that's always come super easy? Was it a challenge? Like, what is it to you? It was a challenge. Wow. Oh my gosh, it was a challenge. Yeah, I really struggled with exercise. I mean, I, like I said, I was an athlete as a kid, but like I was, you know, I mm -hmm. was a pitcher mm -hmm. in high school and the pitchers always had to do conditioning and always run. I was the last mm -hmm. one in, I, you know, I struggled with any sort of running workouts, weights. Mm -hmm. I didn't like any of it. So, um, you know, when I knew that I needed to exercise, it was just really, I just didn't care for it. And gyms were hard for me. Um, I really struggled because I never knew what to do. How long do you do it? Mm -hmm. How do I do these machines? Like all that kind of stuff. So. I needed something that was a well laid out plan for me. And that's what these were. Um, this is what you do today. This is what you do tomorrow. This is what you do the next day. Um, and I remember saying like, I remember my coach saying like, well, how long do you like to work out? And I'd be like, oh my gosh, like as right. little as possible. So, you know, she found me like this 25 minute program and I'm like, that sounds right. awesome to me. It didn't mean that I loved doing it. It just allowed me to think like, okay, 25 minutes, that's doable, right? I can fit it in my schedule. I can hang in there for 25 minutes. Um, 
it's been a journey with my workouts i'll be honest with you um i've done lots of different programs um some i've loved some mm-hmm. i've struggled with um but what i've learned is that to do something that you can somewhat mm-hmm. enjoy because if you hate it you're you will come up right. with you so much feel easier. like you know like so like run yeah absolutely like running some people like yeah, hate running I'm one of those um don't do it that's yeah. what i tell people yeah. yeah oh yeah me too like i am not a huge fan of it now i um i do it my daughter loves to run and so i go out with her every once in a while to do it but it is not um yeah. it's not my cup of tea <laughs> um i you know i will only run right, if right. i need chase you know that's kind of how i <laughs> that is funny so like you know like if, if that's not your thing right. like don't do it that's what i always tell people like you know what kinds of workouts do you like so you know for me now today i enjoy how i feel mm-hmm. when i'm done And so to me that's right. a push right to do it because those endorphins at the end and then you're like dang right. I just crushed right. that you know or you know it pushed you and you struggled but you proved to yourself that you are stronger than the excuse that this right. is too hard that sometimes pushes me so it's that after feel you know i don't always love it you know i don't i just i'm not just that person that's like i can't wait right. to get my workout in it's my right. favorite thing but i love yeah. that yeah no i'm feel. the same exact way i'm like i mean i when i'm doing it i don't mind it but you know i there's some yeah. quote and i'm going to misquote it but basically it's like you never you never regret a workout when it's done you know because yes. there is yes. nothing yeah in this world like that like endorphin rush you know i mean yeah and oh, like even like you know now being in my third trimester <laughs> the other day i did this workout and i was just like this is so pitiful like uh, it was just it was <laughs> and it was like so simple but you know and it's funny because i was doing bar blend and she was uh-huh. like talking about she's like you know during your third trimester she's like you are literally in a state of like working out all day long and i was like you know oh, sure. i was like that's what this <laughs> is because it would be like just simple squats and i was like <gasps> like just it was so <laughs> difficult but i was like you know in my head i was yeah. like okay dominique like this might not feel great or look great but you're doing it it's good for you you know what you're i mean doing it and yes i think yes. like that's the other thing is like you know I, i don't know if it's maybe men do this too but i can't speak for men obviously but i do feel like as mothers as women we do that comparison game is so huge you know and so oh, yeah. i have really been working in general on stopping that and and I have to tell you there's so much freedom that comes with that you know and so it's like for me mm-hmm. it's like you know I'm not like competing with anybody else I'm just doing this because I feel like I can't and I want to prove to myself that I can and so it's like I am my yeah. only competition oh, at the end of the day you know yeah. and even yeah. if I'm going to have to go take a nap for 45 minutes after, after this you know <laughs> it's something that i could say that like yeah. i did you know and so and that's yeah. been like a conversation i've been having with myself because it's just gotten so much harder to keep 
moving because I really do feel like, yeah, oh, like my body totally. is like, I, you know, I still have a few more weeks to go, but I feel like my body is really getting ready for labor, you know? So I'm like, even uh-huh, if it's just uh-huh. walking, because even now when I'm just walking, it's like, I start feeling contractions. I start, you know, but I'm just like, you know, I'm just oh, like, yeah. I, I want, I don't want to stop anymore because of the feeling I have afterwards. And I know it's so good for me and baby, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, yeah, I think that, um, you know, it's like you just get to that point where you start to see, and it takes time. Like, I think they say it's like 20, it takes at least 21 days for something to become a habit, right? That's so it's right. like, if That's you can right. just stick in there, I think it's like your body starts to crave that endorphin rush that you get at the end, you know? Yeah. They really do. Yeah. And they I really think, do. I, it's, I think something that's, and I don't know about a lot of other programs, but you know, you brought up the community piece, you know, um, and how, yeah. And I was going to say, favorite. like, do you think like, you know, there's so many, the fitness industry in general is like a multi-billion dollar industry. Like, so why do you think out of all the different programs that you chose to try before, what was it about Beachbody that, you know, not only made you stay, you know, um, and continue to do the different programs, but how did you get to the point of wanting to become a coach and representing, you know, that organization? Yeah, it's a good question. Cause I gotta be honest, when I got started on this journey, that was the last one, I didn't even know what right, a coach right. meant, right? And um, two, like, oh my gosh, I was farthest away from in my mind what any, once I found out what they do, like, oh, I'm like, I'm not anywhere near right. coach material. Like, oh my right. gosh, are you kidding me? Um, the community aspect for me was probably one of the biggest um, draws because what I realized was growing up and dealing with my emotional issues and my lack of confidence, I really struggled on where mm-hmm. did I belong? Who mm-hmm. was I? You know, who's who's laughing at me? Who's judging me? Who's all this kind of stuff? And next thing I know, I'm in this community where, um, you know, she tells me to, to dig in. And so I start leaning in and people are cheering mm-hmm. me on. And I went through like a small little bout where I didn't show up in the groups. And I had like two or three people reach out to me and they're like, hey, I just wanted to check in. Are you okay? Everything going okay? What's going on? How's the family? And I was so blown away because I'm like, one, I didn't even know anyone knew who I was. Right. right? And like two, like I'm really missed. Like I've never, right. I've never been missed. Like that was something that I felt like I was mm-hmm. struggling with, right? In the grand scheme of things, I did have a pool of friends, but I was lost in my mm-hmm. own self to even know what that was. So this was also mm-hmm. new to me. And um, so the more I dug into the community aspect, the more I started to see different things that they did together. Mm-hmm. And it was like going to these annual conferences right. together and, and having these retreats together and getting together, you know, on weekends that for those people that lived close together. And I was remember thinking like, I, 
I want to be a part of that. Like I, I, I've met all these women from all over and I want to be a part of something this, it's almost like you can come sit at our table too type of mentality. right. Right. And I was like blown away from that. And then thinking about, you know, them becoming a coach and doing this with them, I was like really nervous, really scared. But really when it came down to it, my coach said to me, being a coach doesn't mean you're growing this big team and, you know, doing all these things. It could just be that it's helping you stay accountable to your goals and your actions and the things that you want for you. And in turn, she told me, she's like, from that creates this long-term community of women that want the same thing Mm. as you do. And you're just encouraging them to do the same thing because they were also lost like you. And so you're just helping people find their path as I did for you. And that was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, could I do that? Like, can I really make a difference? Like, my gosh, I was literally just trying to make it today to tomorrow. And now you're telling me that what I'm, what I'm going through could be someone else's help. And, you know, and so that was like really what kind of got the ball rolling. Now it was a scary venture. I'll be honest. I did. I still didn't know for the longest time, like, am I making the right decision? But I knew I wanted these Mm -hmm. pieces in my life. And it was, my husband will always say like, when people say like, when did you ever decide? And he'll jump in and he'll be like, it was like one day she snapped her finger (laughs) and was like, I need to make this change and I'm going to do it today. And he's like, it was like just one day I saw a change in her. And I can't tell you when that was because sometimes I'm like, really? Right, right. You know, like I find that amazing. Um, And so it just one day I just built enough belief in what I was doing and putting in enough of that mental mindset you know, muscle build that one day I just believed you can do this, Lauren. Like you can do this and so much mm-hmm. more. Right? So this girl who thought she wasn't you know, nobody right. special, you know, nothing, you know, it became this woman who was like, Hell right. yeah, I can do this. You wow. know? Um and it and to me like when I talk to people about this, I oftentimes talk to them instead of typing something up because I want them to hear it in my voice. Like this was a game changer right, for me. Right. right. And so I know exactly where you're at. You're wanting to lose five pounds. You want to lose 10 pounds. Girl, right. I was there. I was the exact wow. same way. Never in a million years did I ever think this would become my, right. my life, my livelihood, my passion, my wow. purpose. You know, and I'm sorry, it just gets me all fired up because I feel like so often just as mom and as women, we lose track of who we are. Yeah. It's so, it's so easy to, because you have all these other things floating around, you know what I mean? So you're like, oh, let me grab this over here. Let me grab this over here. Like, let me do this. Let me do this. But, uh, you know, I think that um, one of the things that I have found, you know, my, my kids, my youngest and my oldest they are nine years apart right so I felt like how I was a mother 
for my now 13 year old versus how I'm a mother now has changed so much. And when I was with my older son, it was like, I just poured everything into him. Like, I mean, and like anything, anything I did for myself, I just felt so guilty because I had in my mind, and it's funny because I remember my mom actually saying this to me and I really took it to heart apparently, but she was like, (laughs) I remember at my baby shower, she's like, just so you know, like, it's no longer about you. And I was like, what? Like, you know, when you're not a mom, you don't really get that. You know, and then I had him and, you know, I was young at the time, like I was 22, you know, and so Mm -hmm. I, but she was right because I literally poured everything into him and like, even like getting myself, you know, clothes or, or anything, getting my nails done was like such a big deal, you know, and I felt guilty, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so I get, you know, being lost in motherhood and, and now looking back at it, I'm like, I was just having this conversation with my son the other day. I was like, you know, um, I probably wasn't like the best mother I could be because I was literally like just running on empty. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, it was yeah. just, and he's like, mom, what are you talking about? Like, he's like, you've always been like a really good mom. Like, I don't know, like what you're, you know, why would you even <laughs> say that? And I'm like, well, you know, but right. it's like, how, how do you give a hundred percent when you don't have a hundred percent, you know, your, you know, your it's cup so is hard, not full. Yeah. And then it's like, I feel like you start not being able to enjoy your motherhood, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting. It's like I went from thinking doing anything self-care for myself as a mom was selfish and I would get mom guilt about it. Right. And then shifting that into, wait a second, if I feel low or I'm not, you know, my best self, how am I, what am I giving to my son? You know, what am I? showing him? Yeah. What am I teaching him? You know, I mean, you were talking about growing up and how you would see your mom dieting all the time and the Jane Fonda tapes, and, you know, and it's funny because I remember my mom had Jane Fonda tapes too. And that was like the thing, you know, and, and then, and then yeah, even just yeah. the point of like, um, you know, even to this day, like sometimes like my mom will say things about her body and she's and she's always you know been concerned about her weight and everything and it's like you don't realize how much of that you take in as a kid oh yeah and it's not like your mom or whatever is saying hey this is what you should do too but it becomes a part of your subconscious you know yeah program yeah so it's like so then when you think about losing weight of course you're gonna yo-yo diet of course you're gonna pull out the newest you know, Billy Blanks or whatever, you know, because that's what you saw growing up, you know? Um, yeah, but I think again, so it's like, I I got to this point where I was really like, okay, what is it that I'm, because you you know, as a parent, you can say all the things in the world to your children, but more than anything, they watch, they observe, 
you know? And so yeah. it's just like, I'm, I'm constantly thinking with that, like, what am I and what am I showing? You know, what, how am I living? Like, what do I want them to see? I want them to see, you know, a woman that's taking care of herself, a woman who is, yes, dedicated mm-hmm. to her family a thousand percent, but I'm still a woman, <laughs> you know, I'm still an individual yeah. Yeah. and, and, and yeah. just letting them know that there's space for them to do that too. Like, you know, eventually one day they'll be husbands and they'll be fathers, but it's so important to love and, you know, nurture on yourself because however you fill your cup, like you should always be in this, this, uh, mindset or the state of, you know, it's the overflow that you're giving to those that you love. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Not, not the last step, you know, right. Never as good. Right. right? Cause yeah. Cause there's, there's nothing there. Exactly. There's nothing. When you always hear, okay. So I, I'll always remember, I heard this, um, analogy and that's what it made. Like, I was like, oh, the cup is always a good one. And the other one that I always hear and talk about is putting your oxygen Mm -hmm. mask on first. You know, they, when you get on a plane as a parent, they tell you every time and how many times for years, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Put it on me first, put it on them. And I remember thinking like, no, I like, I'm going to put it on them because I need them to, you know, make it like, but the, it's so true though. You can't save them if you have no oxygen coming to you. And so you have to take care of you and you've got to fill that cup up because the more you fill it up, it's almost like giving the kids from the Mm -hmm. overpour, right? I'd rather be so full that they're just taking all the good stuff at the top, right? That freshness that, you know, um, Otherwise, when you get to the bottom and your cup is super dry, it becomes very brittle and exactly. it can break very easily. Exactly. And, you know, and that is like yeah. the main, I really wanted to do this podcast with you because I feel like, you know, I don't know if, I, I just feel like there's so many women out there that have this mentality of, you know, not having enough time, you know, to take care of themselves. And I, and I was there, like I was there, you know? Yeah. And that's why, like, I was like, when I started to go on Instagram, I'm like, okay, what do I want to call my handle? I want to talk about mom life because that's just where I am and it's fun. And, and I was like, that's why I came up with simplistic mama, because it was like, we can buy all the things that we see on the internet, all the latest and greatest. Right. (laughs) But at yes. the end of the day, and I think this also comes from when I used to work full time and I was in healthcare, it was like the most important thing is your health and well being. You know? I mean, if, oh, yeah. I mean, Amen. it's just yeah. like because you can have all the stuff, but if you don't have your health and just overall wellness taken care of, I mean, gosh, it's, it's just, I think that when you have it, because you have it, we take it for granted, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We, we take do. Take it for we granted. Do. And I just, and so my whole thing has been, it's this, it's about the simple things of motherhood. Like I want to dedicate mm-hmm. my time to taking care of me because I know that it takes care of my husband. I know I'm a better wife when I've exercised yes. and I'm eating 
healthy food. I know I'm a better mom. I'm not as cranky. Mm-hmm. I'm not as like, you know, caffeined out. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, right. I'm just like, okay, this coffee's not yeah. working anymore. You know, it's like, right. I know, so it's like, I, know. I know that I am my best self and that's who I want to give to them every day. So, you know, whatever we're seeing in society and, and stuff of like mom guild and not doing like, that is all hogwash. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, so it's like, this is, I wanted to do this podcast because I wanted you know, the message that we were both talking about is, you know, there's, um, it's, it's an art to be able to really learn how to take care of yourself. You know, it is, it definitely is. And I think that so many times too, as women, we have this ideal way of what that means, right? Like going to a gym or, you know, doing this or it doesn't have to be that right. way. Like I want women to know, like taking care of yourself is, and you do this. So you, you showcase this so well, it could mean right. taking a bath. It could mean going outside and going on a walk and getting yes. some vitamin D and soaking yes. it in. It could mean listening to a podcast mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. doing laundry or, you know, getting the groceries mm-hmm. that you need, asking oh. for help. That's something oh that I think God. so many of us women, we want to check it all off and say, look right. what I did, I, look what I did. Right. No, like mama, ask for the help. If your mother-in-law is saying, I'll be happy to watch the kids so you can do this. Look, have, the, have her watch the kids take exactly. them over. <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? like, it's okay because not only are is she helping you, she's probably getting something out of right. it too. So, Absolutely. you know, um, finding that time. So. I love, you know, I love watching you because I think you talk about that piece so well, that there's so many ways of self care out there. And I think that as women, we don't look at those as Mm -hmm. those types of things. Right. Or you think it's got to be an hour to our shoot. It could be 15 minutes, right? Sit in your closet with a cup of coffee. And if you get four sips, in, it's a win. <laughs> it is a that. win, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. So, um, okay. So I wanted to make, to ask this question because I know that you just celebrated um, an anniversary not too long ago with your husband, right? How many years yeah. have you guys been married yeah. now? 19. Wow. 19 years. Okay. I know. So I know. talk a little bit about that. I know that you've said like multiple times, he's like super supportive. Like, what do you think is the key to a healthy, happy marriage? Oh gosh. <laughs> um, well, in, in full disclosure, my gosh, I came from a, um, a little bit of a distorted way of what I thought a happy mar- right. marriage is. Um, and when, you know, I, well, I have to tell the story, although when he listens to this, he's going to be like, oh my gosh, because he gets so mad when I tell the story. But on our, on our first day of our honeymoon, I don't even know what we were doing or how this even came about. But I said to him, I'm like, well, if we last 10 years, I call it a win. And he looked at me and he's like, um, you literally just said for better or worse yesterday. Like, what are you even talking about? And I was like, I know, I know. And here we are 19 right. years later, you know, um, it's definitely been, you know, I mean, we were married as young kids now. I remember thinking we were right. so old when we got married, but gosh, when I think about 
you know, that's less than 10 years for my daughter now. I'm like, oh, she's a kid. Um, But it's, you know, we have definitely have learned to grow in this um, thing called marriage. You know, we've had our ups and downs. I will definitely say that. But I will say that um, he he is one of the most supportive people I know ever. He's always been that way. He had an amazing father as a as an example um, to what a father and a husband should be. So you know, and me, I I didn't always have that um, outlook. So that was very hard for me to even know what that is. Um, but I will say that what I've had to, to do a lot of is just you know. Um, learning how to handle frustrations that's been me and I think that when I was that that woman before who had no confidence who had I was very quick to be mad quick to you know get frustrated and quick to do all that kind of stuff and when I learned to take care of myself and to um, take the time to become more confident and believe in what I have to offer I almost feel like it elevated our marriage in so many different ways because um, it allowed me to be the best I could mm. be for him. And I think living on empty for so long, you know, I literally gave the best that I had when I was at my full-time job. I mean, that was where, you know, my best hours were. I was awake, I was moving and literally came home right. surviving, you know. So learning to thrive instead of survive all day was a huge game changer for us. Um, You know, we've definitely learned how to deal with the ups and downs. And, um, you know, we've definitely had, it's not been an easy road all the way, but, you know, um, when you love someone, um, you know, you support them and you see what they need. And we've had to have some conversations where we've come to, each of us have come to them and be like, hey, you know, this is how this is making me feel. And um, I think that being in a community, in my community that I'm in right now, it's filled with a lot of um, marriages that allowed me to look at ways that I could be better. And I think that, in, and I'm gonna get this quote wrong probably too, but you are, you are who you mm-hmm. hang around with. So you become mm-hmm. the best of them, mm-hmm. right? And so like, if you're hanging around people um, that are struggling in relationships or struggling in marriage, you're going to struggle. So like for me, surrounding myself and using more, I've I've used a few people as mentors, although, you know, they don't know it, but they're podcast people and um, other coaches out there that, you know, talk about the things they're doing to strengthen their marriage. Um, that was when I realized, okay, Warren, you got to up your game. Like marriage is not Mm -hmm. easy. And I can see now why I thought that 10, 10 years would be a good run. Right. Because it got hard and it is Mm going to be hard. It's not always going to be a walk in the park, but if you want this to last Mm -hmm. for you and for Mm -hmm. your children and to show them what Mm -hmm. can be done, you got to work on it too. So finding that time for me allowed me to realize what my priorities were, you know, so I've got Mm -hmm. Christ, Christ is, you know, my top priority, my family and my marriage. And, um, I mean, I say an affirmation every day that I have an extraordinary 
relationship with my husband. So important. And we show up every day and show my kids a Christ-filled, loving marriage. And I say that every day because that's important to me. Absolutely. Wow. That is so cool. And that, I mean, look, 19 years is a long time. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, if you you sat here and said it was a walk in the park, I'd be like, hmm, really? (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it has not been. It's not been. But you know, I'm sure he would probably say the same for me. And then he'd probably say, no, it's been a breeze and smirking. I know I'm not the easiest to live with, but... um, you know, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a journey, think, that's I for think sure. It, um, you know, just like we were talking about the exercise and the routines and the habits, you know, the fact that you take the time out every day to affirm your relationship, you know, and what you want it to be, you know, um, yeah. I try to always, you know, this being my second marriage, you know, I, I looking back at my first mm-hmm. again, like I was really young when I got married. Like I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, and like I have no sure. qualms to say, like <sighs> you know, I was not the best wife, you know. And I think we were both kind yeah. of just winging it, and so you know, it, it's interesting now being in my second marriage because I what I realize is it, it's it's a constant create. Do you know what I mean? Like. Meaning it's like, you can't just be like, okay, well, we're married and then that's it. You know, it's like, you really do just with like exercise. Like (laughs) you have to work at it a little bit every single day, you know, um, you know, and and it's both parties. It can't just be one. And it's, and it's being like, I have found that, you know, the friendship piece is so big, you know, you know, and just, and being, um, able, able and capable and comfortable to be vulnerable with that person, you know? And, and like you Mm -hmm. said, like having difficult conversations, but just being like, look, this is how I'm feeling about X, Y, and Z, like, you know? And, um, I know with my first like marriage, like we didn't do that. I don't even think we knew to do that. You know, it was just like, so I think, um, yeah, just doing something, whatever it is, every day makes a really big difference like that it, it accumulates and, and builds a stronger bond absolutely. between you know absolutely so. and it doesn't have to be anything no. crazy big right it could just be like a, a, a send right. him and I love you right sending your spouse and hey I'm just thinking about yes, you hope your day's going exactly. well um those when when I get those I'm like oh right. my gosh like yeah. that was the best like you know it's that gives you that little yeah bit of exactly rush. Um, you know, when you start to get out of the habit of kissing each other at night right. before you go to bed or, you know, like not even saying goodbye right. when you leave, like it's those types of things that start mm-hmm. to build on each other, but you can build it the opposite direction right. too, by, you know, sending things. Cause at some point my kids aren't going to be right. home anymore and it's just going to exactly. be the two of us. Right. And so if we don't work on that right. now, right. <laughs> Gonna be, right. gonna be kind of right 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 here. so that's great <laughs> I'm so happy for you guys because that is yeah that Thank is you. like an awesome testament to just talk about you know what you guys have created together for for 19 years it's beautiful so congratulations Thank yeah Thank so um yeah so okay so the other thing that I wanted to ask you really quickly is what yeah 
like what advice do you have for moms um, or just women in general of like getting started in something like this? Like what, what would, if they wanted to start a program, you know, should they, you know, maybe follow you on Instagram to get an idea of what that looks like? Should they contact you? Like what is like the um, best way, I guess, to get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So I always say like, oh, please follow me. I love new followers. And even if you don't ever join me, to me, I am really just trying to empower women every day to to be their best selves, to show up as themselves, to be authentic, to be unapologetically Mm -hmm. them, right? To be confident and true to who you are. And so, and to me, everybody that follows me, whether they join me or not, I'm cheering you on 100%. So I love new followers, so please follow me. I, I, I'd love to chat and even just introduce yourself and just say, hey, I just you know heard you on the podcast. I want to be your friend. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, like I, I post a lot of what I do in my stories so that people can get an idea of, of mm-hmm. what life is like. You know, um, my life isn't all Beachbody. I mean, I you know I've got kids. I um, I volunteer. I you know we go to church. We do lots mm-hmm. of other stuff. And so I'm really just uh, you know. A, a, regular mom who's just found some things that have made a difference in my life and I love to share. Um, And I just always love to have conversations with people because I really feel like you want to connect with the person that, you know, going to be leading you on this journey, right? It's not always an easy journey. Um, You know, you're, you're making new changes, you know, it's hard, you you lose that, like I said, you lose that motivation sometimes and you've got to figure out like, okay, it becomes now I've got to learn these habits and stuff, but I, I need that person to right. cheer me on or even like sometimes give tough love to be like, Hey, you know, you, you right. have these goals, like what right. can we do to help you? You know, what, where are your struggles? What can we do? So, um, I always just love to have good conversations mm-hmm. with people to hear what your goals are. What are your, what have you found success mm-hmm. in, in the past? Where have you struggled mm-hmm. with before so that we can kind of talk through and, and yeah. find it that common ground so that we can make sure that one, this is the right program for you. Cause I think some people, it may not be what they're looking for. Um, you know, and then, and that's okay if it's not, cause we can always cheer each other Mm -hmm. on in the meantime, but gosh, there's so many people that have been like, Oh, this is, this has been so good. And this community out there is amazing. So it's power in numbers and power in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, just to kind of piggyback off what you just said, um, I I think that sometimes, especially now with COVID-19 and everything that's been going on, you know, it's very easy to feel isolated, you know, um, and yeah. feel like you have kind of lost touch with your community because, you know, people aren't moving around as much as they used to. So I I think the thing that yeah. like, you know, I love too about just Beachbody in general is like you said, the community piece of it, because it's like all, you know, I'm really into intention and energy. And I feel like, so when you have days when you don't want to do it, or you might not be feeling your best, you have a whole support mm-hmm. system, right? That's just kind yeah. of like just yeah. for you, you know, it has nothing to do with any other aspect yes. of your life. <laughs> It's just for you. And you have all that intention and all that energy behind you, you know, when you're not feeling your best to lift you up to, you know, talk about motherhood. And and that's 
you know, why again, like I really believe in the saying, like it takes a village because you can't do it by yourself, nor should you, nor should you have to, you know? So it's like, it's so awesome to be able to find your community or to find your tribe of like, like like-minded women who are just there cheering you on, you know, until that muscle Mm -hmm. gets stronger and then you can do it for others, Yeah, you know? So, you know, I feel like that is like the, um, the bonus of doing programs like this is that you have others you can reach out to in a time where we not, we might not be seeing people as much and, you know, and especially, you know, when you have little people, it's just, you can feel, you can feel lonely, you know, and this is such a healthy outlet because it not only helps you with physically moving your body and and different personal development that you get from like various books that like you were mentioning before, but you also get like uh-huh. recipes, which is huge because yeah, I, that is always a I thing. Know. Like it's like what's for dinner, right? Yes, <laughs> you know, and yes, give me okay. some fresh yeah. ideas. So, um, <laughs> okay, so before we um, finish, your IG handle is Lauren underscore M underscore Lamb, right? Yeah. Your Facebook, yeah. um, if you guys want to follow her on Facebook, is Lauren Garcia Lamb. Um, and then yeah. also, also, if you want to follow her, if you're interested in getting into a group, she has one coming up for September. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that looks like, Lauren? Yeah, absolutely. So we have new groups that start every month. Um, and one of the things that I really try to focus on when people get started, you know, you talked about this earlier and I really liked it, is that 21 days to create yes. a habit, right? And so we really focus on trying to help people to understand, you know, a good nutrition plan and how to realize that you can eat healthy as a lifestyle and it's not a diet. You can right. still eat carbs and right. all that kind of stuff. You can still have that wine on the weekend. So I show and share with our new group members in those 21 days, how to clean out your kitchen and fridge and how to incorporate some of those treats, how to find time to get started and where do I find time for my workout and you know what kinds of things can I listen to to start that mindset muscle um, memory and so we work on that the first month. So we do those every month and then from that point you are always welcome to stay in our ongoing groups where we do support each other as we continue down the journey because to me it's definitely not a, it's not a sprint, it's a right. marathon. You know, we are gonna be doing this for a long time. You know, you can't say that you lost the weight and now right. you're good to go. Like that's how that yo-yoing keeps going. So we are always in it that's together. Awesome. So yeah, every month that's we have awesome. a new group starting. Well, thank you so much for coming and oh, no thank you problem. for having me. This yeah, this so is awesome. so much fun. And um, again, your IG handle is Lauren underscore M underscore lamb facebook is lauren garcia lamb and again thanks so much for just sharing a piece of you and your light with us and um yeah it, it was great and i hope if anybody needed a sign of whether they should start exercising and just putting you know better nutritional uh options into their diet this is it so we hope that you guys will start and thanks again for joining us tonight Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.